Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Uh, here in the Midwest, uh, we have uh, a party leader, of course, uh, Tipperary uh, TD Alan Kelly is leader of the Labour Party and he is uh, visiting Limerick today and under normal circumstances, we'd be absolutely delighted to welcome him to the studio. But of course, because of the social distancing and all of that, we're not in a position to do that right now. But he is on uh, the line and uh, good morning to you, Alan. Good morning. How big? Uh, good, thank you. How big a setback do you think uh, the decision of the government uh, on reopening is? Yeah, I think it's uh, a significant. I um, had some a small conversation with the Taoiseach the day before, and I I presumed that uh, the new phase was going to come true based on what he said to me. And now it may have been some slight changes on it. Uh, personally, for me, I didn't think opening nightclubs was going to happen or should happen. Um, I, but I did think the opening of uh, pubs and bars in hotels was going ahead. And I have a different take on this um, to uh, some people, a bit more nuanced. We could have probably brought in fairly strong regulations. Um, but uh, I think that the volume of people who are congregating in houses um, is going to now probably increase. Uh, I think that the volume of people who are going to congregate if the weather improves uh, in outdoor areas is definitely going to increase. And uh, essentially, if you saw some of the scenes that, I suppose, derive some of the concern, uh, particularly with young people, um, I, I would take it that more outlets, particularly in, in certain areas, uh, would be able to filter people more, uh, particularly manage social distancing and be in a controlled environment. And I'm very much of an opinion that uh, the consumption of alcohol, I believe, the more it can be in a controlled environment, uh, the better. Um, so I would disagree with uh, this decision, but, you know, then again, uh, you know, I wasn't privy to the full facts of an effort. We do have a serious concern in relation to um, uh, what's uh, happening as regards the R-rate. We have a serious concern in relation to uh, cases with young people, um, which wasn't there before. I do agree with the wearing of face masks. Uh, we've been the biggest advocate. My, my colleagues in the, in the Dáil, Duncan Smith in particular, has been out there pushing this for months now. Um, I think changes in relation to outdoor gatherings versus indoor gatherings, while I would have some, you know, know, consideration for uh, indoor, the outdoor gatherings, um, you know, that's really going to affect sporting events now again, even local GA matches. Um, So there was a lot to consider, um, but I think, uh, you know, for me, I would have, uh, on a balance, uh, made some of those decisions slightly different, but should we wait and see? I mean, you can absolutely understand that the Gardaí are uncomfortable with a lot of this. You know, they would never have thought entering Temple Moore that they would end up doing this particular type of policing. But at the same time, if we're serious about it, if this is uh, the regulatory regime that we're going to operate, doesn't it need to be policed? And doesn't that ultimately mean going into homes where house parties are taking place and taking strong action? And if you listen to my colleague, the chair of the uh, COVID committee, Michael McNamara, you also have to have not just he's been repeating that, but you also have to have robust legislation. And uh, for some of this, there isn't any even legislation in place uh, to cover it. It's based on, you know, we wanting people to honour this rather than actually being in place. Uh, but yes, you're ex- exceptionally right in relation to what you say about Gardaí. I've spoken to many of them and they find it impossible. Um, I was in Galway yesterday, and, you know, they have a huge tourist you know, season. Obviously, that's all changed now. Uh, but the amount of people who are gathering down the Keys, down in 
all the way when the weather uh, picked up by the down by the Spanish Arch. I mean, many traders there told me that the Gardaí effectively couldn't manage it and it wasn't their fault. It was just so there were so many people. Um, and then when it comes to individual houses, I mean, Gardaí find it very difficult to enter houses um, where there are groups of people. It's very, very difficult. Uh, because I mean, part of the problem here, uh, as you'd be well aware, we're chatting to the Labour leader, Alan Kelly, uh, this morning, is that you will likely end up fining or arresting um, you know, the sons and daughters of your neighbours in this situation. Well, it's more to the point of how to enter a house um, under what conditions. And, you know, obviously you've got this situation over 10 people from four different families. I mean, how is Gard meant to manage that? I mean, it's, it's impossible, effectively. And, uh, you know, it's putting undue pressure. And uh, Look, young people are going to be young people. Uh, we were all young ones, uh, you know. Um, uh, the uh, the uh, situation whereby young people are going to congregate, it's been happening all along. It is a concern. Uh, but I believe in regulatory processes rather than a hard, you know, fast line like this. I don't think the rules in which you're saying about 10 people, I don't see how Angardashi Akana can manage that. And you know what? There are other issues for them to be managing. There's enough issues for them to be managing outside of that. So really, um, I'm not sure how this is going to yeah. work. I obviously want it to work. I want to wish, you know, we want need to get the all rate down. Uh, but for me, there's also an aspect here in, you know, rural parts of Limerick, uh, rural parts of Tipperary. I you live over the road from me, as you know. Um, I look at some of the uh, uh, areas there where, you know, the public house is the centre of the community, as in everything goes on there, where there's meetings uh, there wouldn't be many people in during the week, as we all know. And I, I don't really think that, you know, keeping them closed uh, was really, really going to... And the other point that a lot of people are making is about consistency. Why is it different that if a pub serves food, they can be open, and they have been for a number of weeks, and if they don't, they can't? I have no idea. I believe that uh, the date when they decided one way or the other they were going to open up restaurants, that pubs should have been open at the same time. You saw the famous scenes that everyone was quoting a few weeks ago in Dublin, uh, where there was a large amount of people on the streets. There was a number of pubs within the vicinity of that area that were closed. Now, if they had to be open, obviously you wouldn't have seen those scenes. So that's the kind of argument. That and the amount of people who are going to actually congregate in houses um, you know, particularly if the weather is bad. If the weather is good, um, you'll have different scenes to worry about. If the weather is bad, people are going to congregate now. And, you know, I just don't think this limit, these yeah. limits are going to be stood over. Yeah. The other really complicating factor here is that we're still being told that the government intends on Monday to um, publish what's called a green list, um, uh, where people can travel to uh, other countries and come back and not have to quarantine for 14 days. At the same time, the advice as of last night remains, please, no non-essential travel. Surely that's a contradiction. It's a complete contradiction. And I've asked numerous times about this. It's been asked in the COVID committee. A complete contradiction. And what's behind um, so it in your view? If, um, well, it's, uh, I suppose, a government thinking that needs to be teased out. It's to allow travel from areas and to areas whereby um, they have a you know a, a rate of infection that's lower or at the same par as ourselves. Uh, but like from a planning point of view, rates of infections go up and down uh, as well. So you know that'll change. That list be monitored. So somebody can book something and be gone, and you know they may have to change again. But the other aspect of that, if you do that as a comparison, saying that people fly to wherever France or Slovenia or wherever it is, whatever pick your country, someone in the Nordics. 
Um, but then, you know, your local publican down the road who serves maybe, you know, 20 people in a day on a Wednesday or a Thursday can't open. For me, the, you know, the proportionality isn't there. Right. We're chatting to the Labour leader, Alan Kelly, who is in Limerick today. Um, and then, and I, mean, I know you have a, a brother living in the States yourself, but what about... Um, planes coming in from the US. There's a lot of concern about this. And there you know, is. A, I, and I share that concern. Now, we do need to get a handle on the numbers, but it's not even the numbers. It's the public here are aghast at this. And, and they're aghast at it. And, you know, I was around Galway an awful lot yesterday. I was in Waterford uh, last Friday. I'm in Limerick today. I'm in Kerry tomorrow. And it keeps coming up. People keep coming up and talking to me. And they stop me in the street. they Meet me if I'm, you know, uh, I meet some people and they'll say it to me. Um, it's the principle around it. Now, the numbers may be small. It may not be small. We'll figure that one out as it goes on. Uh, but the real issue is, is how are we allowing this to happen? The whole uh, issue of quarantine people and the quarantine form of God is a joke. It's a complete joke. Um, human nature is not being followed. Um, so with our own self-sacrifices, which we're all, and you know, a lot of the benefits we've well earned, as a as a you know as a nation, uh, to have a scenario like this, um, whereby people are flying in from America, and um, basically getting down to Bunratty or getting down to um, Clare, getting down to Limerick, getting down to Kerry, Galway, wherever, um, you know, it just doesn't wash for people. Right. So, what do you think needs to be done about it? Well, there's a couple of aspects of it. Either I think temporarily we need to stop flights, and uh, then we need to put in place a testing regime whereby people are tested in the airport and then they're tested again three days later. And until we have that up rigorously, um, that was, that's what we stand for. We believe that that's the way at ports and at airports, um, particularly uh, from uh, countries listed like that, uh, mm-hmm. where we know, I mean, we know the infection rates. In them. I mean, the idea that there was flights coming in from Dallas and Texas, I was on, a, I, I, I did a, a FaceTime with one of my best friends who lives in Austin, Texas, and he basically was telling me it was rampant last weekend and that he wasn't leaving the house, and he's a young family. And uh, he was saying that the idea that flights were coming in was insane. Um, so, you know, I mean, they, they, and you know what? Um, when it comes to these contradictions, when it comes to um, the way in which they are exposed as contradictions, and then you're asking people to do the 10 people in a house uh, to keep the rural pubs closed or the all pubs closed, um, uh, to, you know, not gather in, in the volumes in which people, you know, it, it does, people because then they're looking at all these contradictions right. as well, you know. And, and then face masks. Um, I, I don't know what it's like in the shops that you've been in, but in the shops that I've been in, I've seen very little evidence of people wearing face masks. I mean, I, I'm talking, you know, in the 10 to 20 percent maximum happening. Um, the idea, A, of making that mandatory, but B, how is it going to be policed? Well, I, mean, I don't believe <clears throat> I don't believe it can be policed to a large degree. Um uh, I do believe people should do it voluntarily. Um, on public transport, it should have been done a long time ago. Um, I use public transport when I'm working up in Leinster House, going to and from uh, Leinster House many days, and it has improved dramatically, I have to admit, in the last uh, week or two. Um, I believe that you know, when people are shopping, particularly if they're uh, going to be you know, going in for a, a period of time, they, everyone should be wearing face masks. Yeah. Um, um, I, have, I, ca- I carry face masks with me all the time now. It's part of my... My glasses, my pen, my notebook, my phone. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, I, I, and that's and I think pe- people, well, some people are doing that, but you know, the, the reality uh, is. But perhaps, I, you know. Look, I mean, there's going to look. 
big, you know, we have to, you know, proportionality. We want people to wear face masks. Uh, but the idea that Gardaí are going to go into your local shop and, you know, start, it's just, we can't have a state, by the way. We, we're going through a very difficult time as a country. We can't have a, a state with a, a you know, a, asking a police force to do that. And by the way, they won't do it and don't want to do it. Uh, but we can't. We have to encourage people. Um, like we've changed the issue in relation to uh, public transport, we gradually, hopefully, will change that too. I be- personally believe in, in face masks. Um, I'm not going to, you know, go through the roof if I see somebody running into a shop buying a pint of milk and running out with a bad one. But yeah, I'd rather yeah, they yeah, one. yeah, I understand that. And, and and the other thing is then, you know, the economic devastation that this continues to cause right across uh, the well, country. It, it, the, the, the prospect it, of, for example, you know, and it could very easily happen, um, fuller lockdowns, local lockdowns. We've seen the Leicester example um, in England. Uh, we've seen the Melbourne example in Australia as well and others uh, around uh, the world. Uh, the wage subsidy scheme and whether that needs to be continued. And the simple truth of the matter is, and tell me if I'm wrong here, the um, government are going to have to continue to pump billions supplied by borrowing into the economy maybe for a very long time now to keep us moving. Uh, you're not wrong. In fact, I would exaggerate that. It's, all, it's certainly going to have to happen. It has to happen. Um, the July stimulus is meant to be out next Monday. Uh, you know, I expect that to be a fairly considerable package. If it's not, well, then this government aren't doing their job. As you know, I'm very much a Midwest person. Um, I'm from out the road from uh, Limerick. Limerick's very much my city. It's, it's uh, over the road for me. I always consider all activity in the Midwest to be something that I take an interest in, whether it's in Clare, Limerick, or Tipperary, North Tipperary, um, because they impact on the same group of people, whether it be the economy in Limerick, where many of my people who I represent as a local TD um, uh, work, whether it's Shannon Airport, uh, whether it's the tourism side of things, and everything else, all infrastructure, obviously the colleges uh, and everything else as well. And we do need a plan. And I have a deep concern about what I've been hearing in relation to July stimulus, that there won't be enough funding in this. We need to keep the wage subsidy going. We need to keep uh, all, all of the uh, finance behind that there for another period of time, and we have to assess it again in month, month, a few months' time. But we also need um, some uh, capital infrastructure. We need to keep, get people back to work. We need um, shovel-ready projects. We need to ensure that we can get people... Uh, out uh, contributing, paying taxes again, keep things moving. We're heading into this is going to be a long process. People thought initially the COVID issue would go on for, you know, possibly a few months. It's now going to be definitely a few years until it. So hopefully we will get through the process. And there needs to be an overall plan for this, a longer term plan. Okay. And if you look, at, if you look at, um, if you look at uh, the Midwest, we have particular challenges there, infrastructural challenges that can be met. We need a plan for Shannon Airport. We need a plan for all the ancillary businesses around Shannon Airport. We need a plan to uh, enhance domestic tourism and bring more people to the Midwest to keep uh, various different services going. Uh, I've been a real issue with uh, the heritage sites being closed. I've a real issue with uh, a lack of funding going into specific projects. Uh, I've a massive, massive, and this is a, a, a personal crusade for me now. Uh, the way in which people with disabilities are being treated as part of COVID for me is a national, national bloody disgrace. Um, I know all about St. Gabriel. I'm visiting them today. I'm meeting some of the 28 families. That is a disgrace. Um, But on top of that then, you've got people with intellectual disabilities who have virtually no services and are being left without the will uh, to continue. I have spoken and met many families uh, who have been affected like this.
Well, we, ha- we have chatted about that a lot on the show and we will come back to it again and we thank you for your time. I assume one All-Ireland is enough for you out in Tipperary, is it? Um, well, you know, I'll be meeting with uh, my colleagues Conor Tree and Alina Sikas and Joe Ledden later and they're always on to me about, you know, will you ever give it into us uh, this year? Um, I'm a neighbour of the Imshidis. Um I, I have uh, my, my, my sibling actually sponsors Tipperary. Tipperary hurling is very, very dear to me and I don't think it's going to be going to, to our neighbours inside the Limerick this year. <laughs> right. We're very well prepared, trust me. <laughs> good man, good man. All right, good to talk to you. Thank you so yeah, much. You. That's the Labour leader um, and Tipperary TD, Alan Kelly, there with some very interesting things to say uh, around uh, coronavirus. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.